It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's not a fairy tale. And me and Janelle are back after a long break because we had to vacation a little bit for the Labor Day weekend. Um, no, you I had had a vacation. I had to FaceTime and y'all weren't trying to talk to me and I felt left out. But that's okay. That's what I get for living the life. I chose. Exactly. exactly. As long as you know that. You know, I ain't gonna lie to you right now. I'm like, I wish I was in Nashville or Indiana because the way these wildfires are set up. Oh, yes. And all this smoke and ash and stuff and death and devastation. <sighs> Oh, gosh. So is the air extra funky there for you? Yes, it's been pretty much um, either unhealthy or unhealthy for sensitive groups for mm -hmm. the last definitely over a week. Okay. Um, and so, you know, at least before you could go outside, take a walk or, you know, do mm -hmm. something outside. Now you just really got to sit in the house. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry that's going on over there for you. Um, so yes, we are back to talk about Married at First Sights. And who do you want to start with? Let's start with the people I don't really care for on this show. Okay. So let's start with Christina and Henry. I'll let you kick it off because you have your notes. Um, okay, so I will kick it off with them. Um, they did better this week. They were better. I can say that. <laughs> this episode, I like that they went and did the salsa dancing. Well, let's, let's rewind it back a little. Okay, let's rewind it back. So, you know, Christina, well, Henry walked, kind of walked out last, well, he did walk out last week because of her funky ass attitude with production. And so I take it he came back and she was gone, but she, he called her and it cracked me up in his phone. She's listed as Christina M-A-F-S. And I'm like, <laughs> why didn't he just put her name in there as just Christina? or Christina in the first initial of her last name, like. For all we know, Henry could really be a P-I-M-P and he just he ain't showing that. He could have a bunch of Christinas in his phone. He could, and that's why I said Christina with her last initial or Christina wife, you know, something to that effect. He don't see that woman as his wife. No, cause he not feeling her. He not feeling her just like Karen not. is not feeling Miles. We not don't. You, I'm, you, not ready. I'm not ready to talk about them yet. Okay. <laughs> so Christina came back and she said she had been hanging out with her friends. And then she's pretty much said she had a confession. And she talked about how before she was chosen that she stopped taking, that she has been diagnosed with ADHD and how she 
stop taking her medication because of how different people made her feel about it, especially her mom. Her mom does not want her to be on the medication. For, for me, and knowing that people do have different, you know, mental health ailments, I don't understand how people can try to tell you not to take care of your mental health. Mm. I, I don't understand that. Especially if you see how you're yeah, struggling. Exactly. Exactly. So she said that and, you know, she kind of attributed it to the way that she's been acting and being impatient. And Henry, you know, he didn't judge or anything. I feel like... Like Karen. Exactly. I feel like, though, he was like, well, as long as you're taking your medication, like, he really wants to turn and be like, so you're going to keep taking this medication because you obviously need it, you know, but he didn't say that. Um, But they had a very, you know, constructive conversation about it. And then they talked about, since, you know, production gave them the cue to talk about love and seeing her talk about her ex, you can, to me, I could tell that she still has feelings. Because the way she smiled while she was talking about it. Lit up. And I'm like, girl, you over here lit up. Okay, first of all, first of all. And please excuse me if I'm getting this episode mixed up with the one before. It's fine. I don't think I am. But okay, first of all, I am confused about her life because she seems so judgmental of Henry and oh, he hasn't done a lot of traveling and Mm -hmm. I've traveled here and I've traveled there. Well, that is your job. So mm-hmm. you want to sit up here and put up this front like you just got it like that. But then you were saying how you had like, did she say 30 something cents, 80 something? It was less than a dollar in her bank yes. account. And she was sharing a can of soup with this guy who also sounded like he wasn't in a, a good exactly spot financially. Um, and I'm just like, I, I, I was really confused by all of that. I'm like, who the heck are you? Mm-hmm. Who really are you? Mm-hmm. Um, is, is, is really what I'm wondering about Christina. I also had the same question about Henry. I still feel like I don't know who the heck Henry is. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least I know Henry has friends. Yes. And, and uh, we also know Henry has his own house. Whereas Christina, we like what because you at the beginning you said you lived somewhere specifically in new orleans and then when they were doing the moving she was like oh well i still have a bunch of stuff in california so i'm like do you have a home i just yeah i don't know know. she could have just moved to new orleans for this show who knows i feel like on her application we you know I, i just have questions about her but I, I I agree with you I find it very strange in the the few times that she's brought up her ex since the beginning of the show she always just lights up mm-hmm. yeah she seems like and, and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with having fond memories or still thinking positively about mm-hmm. someone you're no longer with mm-hmm. but you marry now girl yes you ain't got none of that for your husband, mm-hmm. but you got it for this ex dude who, who didn't have no money. It sounds like it wasn't the best situation. Yes. She got me confused. 
she got me confused as well but uh, i'm glad henry like you said was not judgmental uh-huh. about her you know telling him about her adhd um and i agree i, I don't appreciate how people will try to deter you mm-hmm. from taking care of yourself, whether mm-hmm. that means going to therapy or taking some medication. Let me tell you, there are a lot, there are already a lot of attitudes when it comes to mental health to begin with. Yeah. And then when you start talking about taking medication, I mean, back in the day, I was, I did not want to take any medication for depression and anxiety. I mm-hmm. was very like, no, I don't want to take it um, because I had heard the negative aspects mm-hmm. of taking antidepressants and stuff. And our mother was the one that was like, you, you should con- really consider taking some medicine. Like it, it will help you. Mm-hmm. And I just refused, refused, refused. And then finally it got to a point where I was like, I do need to be on something. Mm-hmm. And finding the right medication can be challenging, but mm-hmm. you can find something that mm-hmm. will work for you. And I found something that worked for me, and I was eating good while I was on it, but that's a whole nother story. Okay. You are eating very good. Quiet. Quiet. <laughs> I will never forget the things you all said to me. Never. Girl, you a stick. You a stick. Okay. So... On with Henry and Christina, um, mm-hmm. they went on some dates and they actually looked like they were enjoying each other and not that regular them just tolerating each other. So they went golfing. And mm-hmm. also I was very surprised that Henry took them salsa dancing and it looked like they had fun. Like he, he, he loosened up a little bit. Yeah. He did. He yes. did. And I she feel like hit him a little bit like yes I mm-hmm. said look physical touch even though yes. it looked like it was a little painful I'll take it. yes even when he grabbed her back and they were kind of a little bit closer while they were dancing I was like look at that who would have thought we ain't who seen them thought. that close since they first danced at the wedding mm, exactly yes so that's pretty much it with them. I have picked up that every time they are talking to each other that Henry is having a libation of some sort. But if it's to loosen up his nerves, I guess that's okay. <laughs> I'm still cracking up at him from when she got upset and he was sitting there eating whatever they made. And he was like, this is really good. I know. I like, shit, I'm going to keep eating. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. I said, wait a minute, Patty. I know. I know. And I feel like he really has it deep down in his soul that he is a petty person. And I love every moment of his pettiness. <laughs> yeah. So who do you want to talk about next? Um, we can talk about Brett and Olivia. You know what? I really didn't write much for them. Um mainly because why there's I saw the first part of their scene when you know they had to to answer the whole love question and I saw the frustration in Olivia's face when he wouldn't be give a serious answer yeah so and I don't it's like he's serious like really when he wants to be serious like we all know they ain't gonna make it let's keep it real they are two totally 
different people. Now, what I will say, and we didn't talk about this because we didn't record, I agree with him on how he handles his finances. However, I, I think they, if they were to stay together and if they really were into this, they would definitely have to, you know, find a middle ground for both people to be happy with the finances. I don't think they find it on middle ground. No, they don't, because they don't want, like, neither one of them, I feel like, really wants this. So it's it's not a purpose to have a middle ground. Yeah, it, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm tired of them. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And, I, and to Olivia, she be getting on my nerves, too, because she kind of whiny. So. I mean, when she went and had the conversation with Amani, mm-hmm. and I think Amani had asked her something about the attraction level or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Olivia basically was like, "Yeah, mm, not really feeling them." Yeah, And I thought originally, you know, from the first episode, she seemed like she found him to be very attractive. I think she found him physically attractive, but now that she's gotten to know him, she's like, no, I'm not attracted to that. No, not at all. And I think, you know, I think if they don't, I think if anything, they illustrate the importance of knowing what you want and mm-hmm. what you don't want. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they represent. Mm-hmm. Because he definitely is not what she wants. Mm-hmm. And um, he ain't really feeling her either. No, not at all. So, I, feel like Olivia, I feel like Olivia really, if you really listen to her talk, she is all about the things that she wants and wants to do. So I feel like ultimately she wasn't looking to be married because with marriage comes compromise and she doesn't seem like the type to compromise her life. She just mm-hmm. needed some, she needed a man friend to escort her to all the things that she wants to do, but not intertwine in her life. That's when she, the way she talks, that's, that's what she gives me. Hmm. I think they just should have put her with somebody who has some money. But even if she would have gotten with somebody with money, they still, she still could have got somebody who likes to budget and likes to spend their money a specific way. So that regardless if they had money or not, they, she still could have been paired with somebody who was a stickler with money. So that to me, but I think she would have felt better if she was with somebody who had it like mm-hmm. she had it, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I mean, even if somebody, I mean, honestly, I feel like Brett, I do feel like he's a bit too cheap for me because yeah. I feel like after a certain point, you stop bordering on frugal and it's just like, you're just cheap because yeah. honestly going to a basketball game is not going to blow your budget. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's not going to blow your budget to go to a basketball game every month or uh, every yeah. other month. And then that. even with that, they could have found compromise. We're going to go to this game. No, we're not going to sit in a lower level. We're going to be up a couple of levels, but we're going to experience this together and meet. Right. In I the mean, middle. even yeah. with, the, with the traveling, wanting to take trips, I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, Taking a vacation a year with your wife is not going to totally throw off your retirement. Yes. It's not. 
Now, maybe in his head, what he heard from her was she wants to take multiple trips throughout the year. And that I feel like is unrealistic for the simple fact that people have different, um, some, you know, so everybody don't have PTO time mm-hmm. and everybody doesn't have the same amount of PTO time. So I feel like that in itself can be unrealistic on her part. I mean, I think she's unrealistic about a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I feel like she might be, I feel like she would have been more open to compromise had she been with somebody who has some money. I ain't trying to say, she, I don't think she a gold digger at all, but she ain't Mm-mm. trying to be broke either. Mm-hmm. Because she, you know what I mean? Like I, she has the finances, so they should have put her with somebody who also has the finances. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure in her interviews with the matchmaker, she told them, I want to be with somebody and I want us to do these things. Mm-hmm. And go put her with somebody who's like, Oh, I'm about retirement in my house and I don't da 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 that don't mm-hmm. that in itself was just like made to go wrong. Mm-hmm. But I don't see it for them. No, I've never seen it for them. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> but I remember you saying that three couples made it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's Henry, Christina, or Brett or Olivia. I think it's the other three couples. Yeah we'll see but that karen is a wild card i think they're the wild card i really do but on a good day i just be want to shake her i probably say this every week <laughs> i think you do would you like to talk about them next um uh, yeah we can go ahead we can get them out the oh gosh okay <laughs> i was trying to fade them for last <laughs> okay so Miles has fixed her car. They showed him fixing her car. Um, he also had someone to come by since he doesn't know how to cook. He has a friend mm-hmm. who's a chef, so he had him to come over. Which I think that is super sweet. I love that. I know your husband has done that for you, and I just think that that is the cutest idea. It is. It's an easy it. date night. It's Even yeah. though right now with COVID, you probably don't want to do that. But, you know what? With the chef that we've had come over, technically is it's normally just the three of us. So I, as long as he kept his distance, I would be fine if he came over and cooked. To really be honest, and the food is so awesome. But yeah, so Miles had somebody to come over and cook, and the food looked really, really good. And it looked like he kind he included them in cooking, like he was teaching some cooking as well. So I like that. And, you know, while this was going on, you can tell Miles, you know, wanted to kiss her. He was trying to smell her hair. Like, he's really into her. And she just like, okay, well, you got some brownie points for this. This was nice. And that was it. You know who she kind of reminds me of? Who? You. Very like nonchalant, like I mean, I'm telling you how I feel. Why isn't that enough? But like, I'm not giving you affection. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of you, sister. 
Okay, I can. But she, but you're not as bad as her though. Thank but. you. Like I would have gladly kissed my husband for that. And you know, granted, she may not be ready for sex, but he could have grinded up on me that night. He could have done some hunches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We could have made out. You know. <laughs> I mean, really, girl. I don't know what gets her. You know. What gets her excited? I have no clue. She, she doesn't know what gets her excited because she doesn't want to talk about it. That. That. I mean, when he brought that up again, she said the same thing she said on the honeymoon. And I'm like, you ain't got nothing else to say. Exactly. You already said that. Um, you gotta give him a you gotta give him something. Yeah. Just tell him I'm not sexually, I'm not physically attracted to you. I don't see myself having sex with you. Put the guy out of his misery now. Exactly. And I don't even feel like I don't even feel like Miles like expects to have sex with her. Yeah, like, like I feel I don't like even think it's that. I think he just really wants to know about that part of her. Like anytime you're dating somebody, you want to know, you know, what what they like sexually mm-hmm. or what gets them in the mood, you know, but you ask those questions when you like someone. Exactly. And if you don't like somebody, you're not asking those questions and you're not answering, answering those questions. Yeah. I feel like she like empty, like she want a rough neck or something. I just, I feel like, and I've said this before, I feel like she doesn't know what she wants. Cause it's like, she'll say one thing. Well, I want this masculine man. Like it's, he also fixing your car. He fixed your car, boo. That is a manly thing to me in your eyes. That would be manly. And then I think, I don't necessarily think it may be a roughneck, but it may be just someone who never talks about their emotions. Like she just, she don't, she don't. And she even said somebody that's emotionally unavailable. Yes. Why would you want that? Cause that's, that's all she's obviously known. I don't know. But even when they were in the grocery store, talking and she's like well how is it that she is so easy for you to talk about your emotions or why is it so easy for you or why are you like that and he's like you know um have you ever been with i'm an emotional intelligent person like why why is that a problem and and i will say i liked her explanation that she said i just don't know what to do with it but after that And again, if she was interested, she would have said, well, how can I show you or meet you in your emotional intelligence? Like, what would you like to see me doing? You know, how Mm -hmm. can I give in to you? It's always him, you know, like what I just need to make you comfortable. I need to make you happy. But she's never moved in to say, you know or ask him like what can I do to make you happy she's almost complained like well he gives so much and I'm not able to show him I'm like you can show him if you want to he's waiting for you to do that you choose not to I need to know a little bit more about her family dynamic yes like where's her mom I need her on next episode I need them to be having a conversation because I'm I'm really trying to figure it out mm-hmm. because I don't feel like 
her behavior is only related to her past relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like it gotta be. It's gotta be somewhere than that. Yeah. Yeah. Or how she I'm sees like, her dad interact with her mom. Like maybe her dad is the strong, silent type, and she finds that attractive. But at, but she may see that from her dad, but her mom may not see that see it that way like you know looking at at your dad as your dad versus your mom looking at your dad is like separate so I don't know it's something I mean I'm just glad that you know I feel like we got our daddy in every sort of light like we saw a wide range of emotions and behavior and mommy's reaction and her behavior like we had a full like 360 view you know what I mean we did we did a both of them so yes. but I don't get that Karen I, I don't I don't get that Karen I, I, don't. I don't either I I feel like I can equate her with Iris from a few seasons ago with her saying she's a virgin every minute I can Karen pretty much says I want a masculine man every chance she gets yeah she does I just oh gosh and then I I think I've commented on something and I said she's like Zach from last season like she she be talking in circles because she not attracted to now oh yes Zach cute but had nothing to say yep yep but they should have never put him with our girl. No, they shouldn't have. Yes. Um, I think the only other thing I got for Karen and Miles is, again, to go back to the intimacy conversation. And I, he mentioned before that he's tried to get her to talk about it before. And I felt like what they were doing was kind of a, a light, airy conversation because they were talking about whether or not going to the grocery store was considered a date. Do you consider that a date? Going to the grocery store? Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know that I would consider it a date. I could see how it could maybe be some sort of bonding experience mm-hmm. or something. But I could also see how some people may say, I'm going to go to the grocery store with you because this is kind of like my me time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it depends. I don't, was that a date for them? Because I do remember them having that conversation. <laughs> Miles tried to make it seem like it was a date and she said it wasn't a date. And then he- I mean, I feel like getting a chef to come over is definitely a date. Yes. Um, the grocery store, I don't know. It might be something fun, cute to do. I don't, I don't, well, have I, I think I have been grocery shopping with someone I was dating before. I mean, it was fun. It was cute, but mm-hmm. it's not something I'm trying to do all the time. Okay. Okay. I'm depending on what it, if we went to Whole Foods and grocery shop and got something either when there was a buffet bar or it's like a, they have a little sitting restaurant where they cook yeah. the food in front of you. Like if it's something like that, I would I would consider it a date specifically for people who got kids because it's like, oh, we got yeah. the house. We can kill two birds with one stone. And 
I would also consider grocery shopping as me time if I'm going by myself. So, I mean, I might consider it a date if we go to the store and I'm just pushing the buggy and you are putting everything in the cart and then you take it home and you cook it. Mm-hmm. I might consider that a date. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's all in the way you look at it. Karen ain't going to be satisfied no matter what this man do. No, she's not. So getting back to the intimacy conversation, from looking at it, and I actually watched this with your brother-in-law, and I felt like Miles wasn't necessarily asking. It was like partly talking about intimacy for sex, but even just leading up to it like mm-hmm. you know because he even asked like do you like kissing you know what what is it that you what is it that you like and she just shut it down and I'm like these are conversations that you need to have like you're married this person yeah. is trying to please you or fi- figure you out so you you have to give some type of information and it didn't even ha- necessarily have to be about sex because he said well leading up to it so she could have been like you know what I'm not a touchy-feely person, but the this is what I like. I like to hold your hand if we're sitting and watching TV. Yeah, you can put your arm around me. We can cuddle up together. Like, you know, she could have gave like those little things that lead up to it, but she just refuses to do it and then gets offensive about it. And it's like, like you said, she just needs to say, I'm just not attracted to you like that yet. I don't know if I will be. You know, I I even heard her when she said she moves slow. I get that because I mm-hmm. feel like I'm a slow mover. And excuse me, and that can be off-putting to some people. Mm-hmm. I but the thing is, I don't think Miles is put off mm-hmm. by her um, wanting to take things slow. Mm-hmm. If anything, I think he's put off by the fact that she doesn't want to open up. Exactly. And that's the difference. That is it. Because she could, at this point, they, I, if it, to me, Miles is not, again, expecting them to do anything probably within these eight weeks. But he does, you know, want to get some physical touch going on. Like, dang, can mm-hmm. I kiss you? You know, can I kiss you without she being repulsed? You know? Because <laughs> she be looking disgusted mm-hmm. every time. And I just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Like, you would think that Miles looked like Godzilla. I know. And he's a cute guy. He is. So I really don't get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess. I guess. And then sometimes I'll be wondering, is she a highly sensitive person? Because highly sensitive. Well, I remember when I was in therapy, we were talking about, you know, the fact that I, I will say I'm not a a real touchy feely person. And she was like, well, you may want to read this book about highly sensitive people. And it's not that they don't want to be touched. It's just that they want to be forewarned before, you know, the touch is coming. So they kind of know what to expect. So we had this thing like, and even in the episode where, um, Karen was like, you know, it's kind of weird if he comes up behind me to hug me or kiss me or something like that. And that (laughs) kind of reminded me of myself and the, being the highly sensitive person. So once we were at the book and, you know, talked to my therapist, like my husband would like, if he wanted to come behind me, he'd be like, okay, I'm coming in. And then he would do it and that would make me feel 
like, oh, this is coming. That's okay, you know? <laughs> okay, but what about not getting the warning makes you feel uncomfortable or like you don't want the affection? It's not, it wasn't that I didn't want the affection, but if I was doing something in my mind, I kind of feel like, okay, you kind of disturbing me from doing what I need to do. <laughs> so if you, so, Hey, if you say, Hey, I'm coming in, that gives me the cue. Hey, I need to pull back from what I'm doing okay. <laughs> to, you know, give you some affection. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you know, Okay, I can see that, you know, but you know, your sister, you know, you can't come up behind me, you know, I'm going to be close up on the boo like, coke coming through. Oh, you're so silly. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I think that's it for them. Um, I didn't get too much on Amelia and Bennett because I had a house guest and I was trying to watch it and I was trying not to get annoyed because they were still talking because <laughs> you highly sensitive i was highly sensitive because i was like look i'm trying to focus on my show but i you know stopped i really want to ask you who the guest was but not on the podcast i'm gonna wait till we stop recording <laughs> oh goodness so um amelia and bennett have consummated their relationship mm-hmm. and it happened when bennett got sick and I guess I, after he got better, maybe they had some of that fever sex. I couldn't even imagine having sex with Bennett. Bennett looked like he probably could throw it down in a nightgown. Because you know he don't wear no drawers up under there. That's how I see it. <laughs> Girl! He don't got no drawers on in that nightgown. Ooh, oh, gosh. Okay. Yes. Uh, can you imagine him nuzzling his nose up under her arm here? A child, I wouldn't even look. <laughs> Let me shut up because you over here. They done kind. Of, I was wondering, dang, if her armpits look like that, what the nether regions looking like? But you know, hey, some people like a lot of hair down there. Men don't never mind. They, they like. Let me just, yeah move it out the way and do my thing but I, I'm really like if your arm is like that yeah what the rest of your body looking like I did notice when I did notice on the honeymoon they never showed like a real frontal shot of her so that made me wonder did she <laughs> take care of that before she put on her swimsuit she probably didn't and that's fine I know that's, that's what works for them like Okay, so they consummated their marriage. And how did they feel about that? I don't they, know how I moved that. Yes, Bennett said he feels satisfied with their current getting busy nest, you know, making up stuff. Um, and Amelia was satisfied as well. And then um, they discussed love. And I think. They pretty much were like, you know, what's the feeling? Well, no, you know, that's all of that. But I think they showed them probably in the next couple of episodes saying that they told each other they loved each other. So we know they really like, they into each other. Um, Bennett brought up them being on a cleaning schedule. So I guess Amelia isn't really that tidy. 
um, but she didn't get offended like other people probably would have. She was like, okay, let's do a cleaning draft. And that way we can write out, you know, what we're going to clean and just do a draft every Sunday. And I was I like, feel like they are the most reasonable couple out of everybody. They are. They are. They know how to open their mouth and, you know, clearly um, articulate mm -hmm. what they're thinking and how they're feeling, which mm -hmm. I think is great. Um, because Benny be having some thoughts. Mm -hmm. He has opinions mm -hmm. and views and things, mm -hmm. which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so, yeah, don't nobody want to be with no nasty person, girl. I know, I know. So Bennett's birthday came, and Amelia and her friend made him a birthday cake. It was cute, mm -hmm. and then. Yeah. It really did. I, I really appreciated that apple nose. That was cute. Mm. And so then she took him to learn how to walk on a tightrope. And she was very supportive during that. And that was pretty much all I saw. Like, I didn't hear what they were saying because I had a guest. But I could see what they were doing. He just basically walked on a tightrope. And he wasn't that bad at it. And then they had a little picnic. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it. That's all I remember. I mean, I just feel like Bennett and Amelia gonna make it. So yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, I still have yet to have any sort of red flags or I ain't really. I don't have nothing negative to say about them because they seem like they doing fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we can get into Wood Money. Why are you calling them Wood Money? And that's what I see them come up at on Twitter. That's what people call them with money. Yes. I'm about to look at my phone right now and check <laughs> this out. And they have a name for Amelia and Bennett too. I just couldn't think of it. Um, so they are getting their feet done. And Amani is saying that she's about to get her braids taken out. And she thinks she's going to cut all the hell. <laughs> And um, she was like, so I'm communicating this with you. And Woody is like, I like, you know, I like long hair. Give me something to pull on. And I was like, you would say that. Grow up, sir. <laughs> Grow up. Oh, my gosh. So what do you think about having a partner who wants to be in the know about your hair? I'm still annoyed by that conversation that they had with mm -hmm. Pastor Cal mm -hmm. um, because I still do not see what someone um, choosing to terminate a pregnancy has to do with someone cutting their hair. That is a it is okay um, because that it, it's just it's a it's a reach. Um, I know that there are some people out there, like, for instance, in my past life, um, you know, a woman told me that, you know, she, um, she would like to wear other nail colors and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. she doesn't because her husband doesn't like it or, oh, you know, he would kill me if I did that or that to my hair or, you know, whatever, whatever. And I was mm -hmm. talking to myself, that is stupid to me mm -hmm. you're about to tell me 
how to wear my hair and my nails and stuff because numero uno when you met me you met me in my style and you yeah. liked it then so why why do you want to change it or mm-hmm. why is it an issue if I change it I don't understand that it's hair mm-hmm. it will grow back it can be changed you can sew it in you can put on a wig you cut it off um, to me, I just wonder, like, do you have a control issue? When I hear that, that's what I'm thinking. Like, mm-hmm. you got some sort of control issue mm-hmm. that you need to work out. And trying to police my appearance and anything else that I do with my body is not going to be the way you work that control out. Mm-hmm. Get a dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. What okay. Do you think? I know your husband don't tell you what to do with your hair. No. Um, but I do as a courtesy, like if I'm going to do something drastic, which I haven't done anything drastic in forever. But if I feel like I'm going to do something drastic, I will run it by him, not for permission, but hey, this is a heads up. This is what I'm thinking about doing with my hair. So you're not in total shock when I come home. But ultimately, I'm just telling you as a courtesy, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Oh, my yeah. <laughs> well, I felt like Woody wasn't saying it was a courtesy. I mm-hmm. felt like Woody was saying, you need to run that by me first to make mm-hmm. sure I'm going to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And I ain't, I'm not okay with that. I'm I just not as like well. It. And we know Amani ain't, ain't having that either so no she's not <laughs> yeah and no, then when they had that conversation it made me think of one time um it was me my husband and his grandmother and I don't know how we got on the subject of hair but she was like and mind you she was she was an older lady she was like if your husband like for you to wear your head long you wear it long and I just nodded my head in agreement with her but in my mind I was like I'm gonna do whatever I want to do with this head on my hair I got the confidence to do whatever I'm gonna do with my hair and that's gonna shine through and my husband is gonna love it so <laughs> well you know I'm surprised you know with that attitude you know I'm surprised your daddy ain't tell you like he told me that I, I was never gonna get no man because of my mouth and attitude or whatever the case may be and I'm just like and that's fine because ain't nobody about to rule me yeah I, I just have this you're not about to rule me mm-hmm. you, no it's it's not happening and I find it funny that our dad would say that because I feel like at least from what I remember I feel like mommy did her yeah she really all did the time yeah <laughs> if he felt some type of way about it I never knew mm-hmm. I mean I knew that he didn't necessarily like her like going out stepping all the time Mm -hmm. or you know maybe he didn't like certain friends but he wasn't ever like you know really trying to put a stop Mm -hmm. to her you know doing it at least to my knowledge but even if he did mommy was not gonna go for that Mm -hmm. so I just find that interesting um but I do see how you know, giving the courtesy can, you know, avoid mm-hmm. a larger issue mm-hmm. because a lot of times that's just what it's about. It's just like, let me just do this so that it's not a big deal yeah. later on. Yeah. 
But you know, your sister want to do what she want to do. And I want nobody questioning me and I don't want to have to report to nobody. Yes. And this is why, as your daddy said, you by yourself. And that's fine. Ain't nobody out here. Ain't nobody out here. Ain't nobody out here. And we in the COVID. Ain't nobody out here. Okay. Okay. Well, um, the only other thing, um, they had the love conversation. Yes. And Woody said that he loves her and has love for her. I hate that phrase. No one has ever told me that. So I don't even know what that's about. I don't like that phrase. I oh. have love for you. Okay. What does that mean for you? A couple of guys have told me that when I was younger. Okay. And I and to me, when someone says that, I, I look at it as a young person type of thing. Okay. You're 30 years old. You love a person or you don't. Mm-hmm. You want to separate it and say, you know what? I love you. And I'm in love with you. I could. That's even okay because mm-hmm. it ain't necessarily the same, right? Mm-hmm. But I have love for you. What? What? I, I honestly cannot tell you what that means because to this day, to this day, I still don't know what that means. Okay. I feel like it's like saying it's it's pretty much saying I love you, but maybe you don't want to say it hmm um you don't want to admit it or you're not ready to say it or I feel like people say it when they don't love you like it's not genuine and so they say that instead mm-hmm. I just think it's silly because I'm never told you I have love for you Daria mm-hmm. I just be like oh I love you sister I'm mm-hmm. like oh I have love for you sister that sounds so dumb okay <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's stupid. I just wish he just would have said, "I." Based on what he said, because like, like I said, to me, this, it don't make no sense. So to me, based on what he said, um, I think he does love her, mm-hmm. or he feel at least feels like he's falling for her. Yeah. Which I think, you know, I can't remember if he said that. Um. But that would have been better than saying I have love for you. Just been like, you know what? I feel like I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. Bam. That's very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I like my girl Imani because she was like, you know, I like you, but I don't feel like I'm in love with you yet. Mm-hmm. And, like, and she just could have kept it at that and not necessarily went into the reason why like oh I've been hurt before I'm kind of scared like I don't want to you know say it any faster than what like she could have just she could have been like well thank you I really like she could have been like I'm in life with you right now you know I can see myself you know feeling as strongly as you do soon or whatever but she shouldn't have involved her being kind of, you know, scared to move forward because of baggage. And I think that's what, because you could tell when she said it, it hurt his feelings. Mm-hmm. And then even in a confessional, he was like, you know, I what what do what do this other person got to do with me? And I, right. I that was valid. So I just feel like she could have worded it a little different. And I will say even a personal experience, like my husband told me he loved me first and I was kind of taken <laughs> aback and I wasn't, 
I wasn't at that place yet. And I was like, well, thank you. <laughs> you know, because what do you say? You know, <laughs> That's all you said. Well, thank you. I probably said something else, but I clearly remember saying thank you. What's I mean, I appreciate you sharing that with me. It was something. Don't nobody want to hear that after they told you that they love you? I know, but I mean, nobody want to be out here lying either. No, if I tell somebody I love them and they say, oh, I appreciate you for sharing that with me, I'm going to be like, we're done. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just want say something else. You don't even have to say that to me. You don't even have to say that. I, I feel like that's something you say when somebody does you a favor. That's not something you say when it comes to how you feel romantically about a person. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, what would you I, say? You know what? <laughs> uh, you know. Somebody told me that they love me and it wasn't that I didn't love them. Somebody else kind of like going back and forth with it at one point. And it wasn't that I didn't love them. I wasn't ready to say it because or get back into that with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they told me that, I was just like, well, I'm glad to hear that. Like, that's all I, to me, that was the most genuine thing I could say was like, well, I'm glad to hear that. Like, <laughs> to me, that's worse than saying, thank you, I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's nice to know that you love, like. Okay. <laughs> and you gonna get on me, okay. Uh, maybe what I said was too rude, but I feel like what you're saying is too polite. Like, okay. It's so amazing to be loved, you know? I follow you to the moon and to the... I don't know what you want me to say. You want me to, like, start singing out like Eddie Murphy walking down the street? And that's what I'm saying. Like, at the time, I, would, I wasn't ready to say it. Like, I didn't know what if that's how I felt at that moment. So what do you well, say? How much longer did it take you to tell him? I don't know, it's like a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's his, what, his feelings? Mm-hmm. Were they hurt? Did you hurt his feelings? Um, has he expressed that to me? I'm going to text know. him right now. I'm talking about you on the podcast. Um, when Doria said, thank you. <laughs> oh gosh okay so finishing up with wood money so would my amani she Uh made him dinner and um he was very surprised and very appreciative and she was like you know he's been doing things for me i want to reciprocate that something we ain't never heard karen say that's all i'm saying And so she made him dinner. They sat and talked. um, And, you know, she was teasing him with her little see-through yoga pants. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see some of that. She was like, you would be attracted to me if I had on a burka. And he thought she said burka. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. And I was like, yeah, he would. He would want that with a burka on. I ain't even gonna lie. And I was watching it with my husband and he was like, shit, I thought she said burka, burka too. And I was like, no, a burka. (laughs) Y'all be kissing. (laughs) 
Yeah, and that was pretty much it. Um, I, it looked oh. like it's going to be some drama for next episode. And Karen killing me with this. Uh, he crossed the boundary and now I feel unsafe mess. I was like, do not be real Karen in on this. Please stop. When I heard that, I was like, okay, I respect that. And I just think Miles needs to move on at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he's not already sleeping in the second bedroom, that he will be in the second bedroom. You know, I'm pretty sure he's going to feel horrible Mm -hmm. that she even feels like that. He's going to feel horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. Like that dang on Karen. Your husband just sent me a laughing face uh, emoji. <laughs> a bunch of them. Okay. Oh gosh. You see it? Do you see yes. It? Now he, oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to be talking about that tonight. As Thank soon you. as you go downstairs, he's going to be asking you. No, he's out right now. Gosh. Okay. Anything else you want you got for the pod? No, I don't have anything else for the pod. I want to see what's going to happen on this. Ep- no, I lied. Okay. I know you talk about Housewives of Potomac mm-hmm. with Tanisha, mm-hmm. but I just went through the first, I think, what, five or six episodes mm-hmm. this week. And I've never really watched Potomac before. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Wendy, Mm -hmm. when they went to Monique and she was very upset that Ashley brought her baby and she didn't or wasn't able to bring her baby. And her reaction was so strong and I did not like the behavior from her. Mm-hmm. Um, I understood where she was coming from, but I was like, I don't understand why you're directing this at Ashley, who was also a guest here. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to question anybody, why not question the host and say, hey, you know, I got a little baby too. Why wasn't that offer also extended to me, because I would have appreciated that as well. And I also felt like, you know, this is why when, you know, when you meet people, you need to like chill out, like sit back, get to know them and listen, because I'm like, she didn't know Ashley was struggling with postpartum depression, barely getting out of bed, had just started coming out the house, probably because she had to shoot the show if you want for that she probably would have still been in the house you know what I mean like she didn't know that about Ashley they don't know that she had a premature baby like y'all don't know each other and then like you are heaping all of these big old things on these on this group y'all don't even know each other like that I was just really um I was annoyed by that um I'm glad they made up in the end, but if I were Wendy, I would have felt like a huge asshole for behaving like that, not knowing what this woman was going through this whole, you know, being a new mom or whatever. I was just like, chill. 
okay. She's um she's interesting. Like I wanna like her, but I don't know if I do after that episode. I like Wendy. Um I kind I've watched it and I've dissected it. And while Ashley was coming in, Karen actually asked Wendy, like, how does she feel? So I feel like she was voicing that to everyone. And I think she got annoyed when everyone was being dismissive of, you know, her having a new baby versus being a first time mom. And I think the kicker to it, like to me, if I was Ashley and I came in and I heard her talking, I wouldn't have inserted myself in the conversation because ultimately I had already talked to the host and had this taken care of. So I ain't done nothing wrong. So I, it kind of would have been dead it to me if Ashley wouldn't have said anything. And the kicker to it to me was when Ashley was like, well, my husband has to work. He owns the business. And you know, we as black women is like, well, bitch, everybody's husband work, you know? So I think that part of it is what just made it blow up even more and I'm sure Wendy has watched the show and don't care for Ashley to begin with so that's my take on it and then I didn't like how they were trying to tone police Wendy even though Ashley was kind of doing the most so to me like when they were talking about how aggressive Wendy was it was like well the person who was more aggressive would have been Ashley because she was up and walking around the room and Wendy just maintained her tone so Mm -hmm. She's talking about when they were inside when it first happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, that you definitely bring up some good points there. And I'm sure there are a lot of different dynamics with that as well. With, you know, Ashley being biracial, light-skinned, Wendy being Nigerian, Mm dark-complected, stuff like that. So there's always that. Um, I was just like, this did not have to happen. It really didn't. Going in. um, Yeah about this like and then I also feel I also feel if Ashley would like when if she was going to interject herself in the conversation she should have kept it real and said my husband made me bring the baby ultimately I was not going to bring the baby yeah yeah and if that would have been said it was like dang I understand it would I don't think it would have gotten as far as it did it wouldn't have been any more yeah. to it because as mothers we understand especially when when it's new dads how they're i think he was just he didn't want her to leave him because he wanted to go out and do what he wanted he wanted to, to do, do what he wanted to do but most new dads are just scared to be with the new baby by themselves and i feel like everybody in that room would have understood that so right yeah but it's it's a lot of different ways all of that could have been looked at it was a lot of layers <laughs> yes thank you for bringing out some of those layers because i was like girl what mm-hmm. like how you going off on this girl all mm-hmm. she did was bring her baby she yeah. told her she could bring it like yeah when i dang. first watched it, i was i was the same way but then once i like went back and reviewed i was like oh this is this is all over the place <laughs> all over the place and i think it's really funny too uh wendy it reminds me so one of my friends is always telling me like Janelle if I were you I would never stop reminding people that I went to Northwestern and I got thank you she's like I would never stop reminding people of that 
And she was like, and you hardly ever, you never mention it. Mm-hmm. Or like, you'll bring it up so nonchalantly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so to see Wendy just be like, I am a doctor, Wendy, and I am a professor at dot, 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 do dot, 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 I'm like, girl, you better tell these people yes. who dealing with. Like, I ain't even mad at it. I feel like it's going to get annoying. But I'm like, I ain't mad at it. I wouldn't either. And I hate that the other ladies just be like, oh, she got to remind people every time that she's a doctor and she does blah, blah, blah. Yes, I do all of that. Yes. I work yeah. for all of that. And I am proud of it. Karen definitely tried to play her talking about this freelance political commentator. I'm like, girl, be quiet. Okay. Just be quiet. I, let me shut up. I'm not going to say that. Go ahead. Um, our mother is older than Karen. See, I I always thought Karen was a little was was younger was than little, what you told me the other day. I thought she was a little older mm-hmm. than what she is. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I think she looks good or whatever. But I was shocked when I was mm-hmm. like, my mama is like a whole year older than her, and. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just like, ooh, child, I just hope I take my genetics after our parents and keep yes. it looking like this. Yeah. But I, I was I was um I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um and, but I hope that whatever's going on with her husband, I, I hope they work that out because I'm like, he seems so disinterested. I think she playing it up for the show because he Ray has always been Ray and that to me how he's acting is always how he acts so I think she's just trying to get us have her storyline for the show okay okay well Monique um seemed like she a little annoyed with her husband because he don't seem to be very present or I don't know act I don't know she's there's some annoyance there and I also do not like when fathers or men are more interested in their mother or their girlfriend than they are their kids Mm -hmm. so I need Giselle's ex-husband to figure that out because Mm -hmm. when she said she had seen him like twice in that two-week period, mm-hmm. but he hadn't talked to the kids or something like that. I was like, how? Exactly. You know, um, there's some healing that needs to happen. Shut up. <laughs> that, that, they need some healing. The, mm. the kids and the daddy, the, it, they need to be up. Okay. They need to come to the table. Okay. Sorry, that's all I got to say. Well, I like your observations. I'm glad you're getting aboard on the Housewives of Potomac. Yes. Okay, well, um, we're going to wrap it up. Please like, subscribe, comment, five stars, share with your friends. And I'm ready to give you five stars. <laughs> I know. I, just, I have to say it. You know, if you put it in a man, when they look at the stars, they're going to think of five. That's what they used to tell me at work. Okay. Um, and you can listen to us on 
iTunes, Anchor, Spreaker, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever else you listen to your podcast. And I will be on the Twitters on Married at First Sight Day. I'm going to try it for Housewives of Potomac, but I don't always watch that live. So we'll see. And we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.